VIP Access on OFM. Wonderful evening with VIP Access, a show all about giving you all the excitement about your favorite people that you support on a daily. Tonight, I talk to Mr. Central South Africa 2021, Sibusi So Darlington. Sibusi how are you? I'm all right, man. How are you? I am fantastic. Can't complain. Busy Monday? Very hectic Monday, man. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're going to get straight into it. This journey of yours uh, has gold at the end. You know, you were on a rainbow, you climbed on it, you ran on it, and you ended up on a pot of gold at the end. But it has a beginning. Yeah. And the beginning is, when did your modeling or pageantry career begin? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it started officially... In, in in high school. But I guess I've been doing it for most of my life, actually, because since crash, we've always been doing these, what I would now call modeling, but then just, you know, some sort of prize giving, you know. But modeling for me now, because of the setting, you know, when looking back into retrospect, that actually the identity of that is what we can now identify as modeling, right? So I can say, yeah, probably back from my being in crash days, um, nothing really in primary school and then again in in high school. And then here we are. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that's just my journey. Just started all day at baby level. <laughs> at baby level. <laughs> at baby level, you know. You know, all your toddlers there and, you know, them teaching you how to pose and stuff like that. Well, fortunately, also, I'm from a crash that's, that's basically, um, how can I say it? A family business. Yeah. A crash. Right? Yeah. So my aunt and them, they were like the principals and the teachers and, you know, uh, that stuff. Yeah. So I guess, you know, from that age being taught how to how to pose and, you know, how to walk, you know, walk, you know, to the front, walk back, you know, that kind of stuff, pose and yeah, I guess You learned it I from a very, very young age. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Now you enter the big leagues, you are here, Mr. Central South Africa arrives. Now we all know that pageantry is is very challenging, you know. It's it's yeah. it's it's a tough career to be in. But now you're in the competition. When you're going through the competition, what would you say was the most challenging task you had to complete? Um, maybe a bit of all of them actually, because to to begin with, most of what you have to do takes you out of your comfort zone, right? Mm. But fortunately for me, I played within my comfort zone in any case. Because my my journey with Mr. Central was basically a continuation of my entire life as it is, right? Mm-hmm. Because the things that that I took forward as 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 my campaign in the process of Mr. Central was basically things that I started off doing 2017 already, right? So also things like having to raise funds as well. Um, I'm an entrepreneur by profession. So having to sell to people and having to sell to people and, you know, um, speaking to people, that's basically what I do on a daily. So that wasn't really much of a challenge. But I guess the difficulties is getting people to understand a journey that you're in 
and for people to support their journey, you know, because otherwise it's not necessarily about whatever product it is that you're selling or, or you know, whatever program you decided to come up with in order for you to raise funds, but more of, you know, push, uh, getting people to understand that it's, it's the course. It's not necessarily the sale, but it's the course. So I think that sort of um, work that had to be done in terms of changing people's you know, way of thinking when it comes to that, I think maybe that could have been one of the um, toughest challenges. And also with my campaign, the fact that my campaign had to do with um, me actually speaking. So now going out, you know, visiting schools, et cetera, and getting people to buy into the idea. Mm. I think that's, that's predominantly maybe one of the toughest um, hurdles that, um, that we had to overcome in the journey. And then now you win Mr. South, Central South Africa. How has life yeah. changed for you since winning <laughs> the competition? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just an ordinary person anymore, my brother. You know? <laughs> You're representing Central South Africa. I'm representing Central South Africa and a whole lot more, man. You know, because mm. um, I think I've also myself taken for granted the power of what they call the sash and just the power of the title itself, you know, mm. because now having, you know, owning it and everything else, I realize that this is something that I'm going to carry for the rest of my life. So the work that I've got to do now in the process is actually the most critical to give value to the title, mm. you know? So yeah, everything has changed, man. Everything has changed because I'm actually been changing in the pro um, in the process because like I'm saying, it's doing the work that gives the title the value, you know? Yeah. So it's a whole uh, mental shift and, you know, all of those things. And the people that I'm getting involved with now, you know, my network is busy changing as things are, which is one of the things that I'm very grateful for. So I can safely say that most about my life is actually busy changing. Hmm. Now that you understand the power of the sash and the crown, you know, now you're a title holder, what can Central South Africa expect from you? What kind of changes are you set to bring? It's going to be a whole lot of work because generally I'm just a concerned citizen, man, you know, and I've always been about living effectively and living for a cause. So, you know, like, for instance, when, when you get blessed, firstly, you need to understand who blessed you. Mm. You know, so for me, that's just that's just the thing to say. Some of us actually live lives extremely blessed, you mm. know. And what I mean by that, I don't mean floating in money or anything like that. But when you realize other people's circumstances, you then begin to realize that actually I'm extremely blessed, mm. right? So my way of thinking is those other people. What about them? And mm. what can we do? about that right so mr central for me then just becomes a tool that allows me to answer such questions for myself even right so from this point on this is going to be a whole lot of work being done in terms of just bringing solutions to the table just as a concerned citizen like i said right so the conversation with mr central is gender-based violence and what we can do about that you know, so my campaign within the conversation is what actually is the problem, right? 
because gender-based violence as it is, as it is, is literally an effect and a fruit of something. So what's happening before that, right? So that is what we're trying to figure out and stuff. And um, with my local inspiration tour, as we had it during the um, the running of Mr. Central, mm-hmm. we were doing the local inspiration tour. And now with that, having, having done that, I realized so much that the need is great and actually the hour is urgent. So many people are going through so many different things. And my experience having gone to schools, I realized how bad things actually are out there, right? So, for example, the kids that are just at school, you know, for instance, many of them actually come from households that are um, dealing with gender-based violence, you know. Mm. And some of the causes of that is things like lack and poverty, right? Mm. So now you've got this child that's coming to school under the circumstance of lack and poverty, now experiencing gender-based violence at home, witnessing your mom going through something that you can't do anything about. So already at that point in your life, there is an element of trauma involved in that. Now you need to get to school and everybody's expecting results. Wow. Right? So for me, it's like, okay, but from where though? Because there's so much that one is actually dealing with in the process, of which for me, gender-based violence comes in threefold. It is the man who is actually the one that's doing it, right? But even he has a problem. What is it? We've got to find that out because we've got to help him out of whatever it is that he's, you know, dealing with. And I have established that with, you know, within that conversation, having said that, a lot of these people are dealing with lack and poverty, Right. So what happens if a man is a man, but he can't provide? Surely that man is not operating fully as, you know, his being as being a man. Right. A lot of things start changing in his mind. You know, he starts um, resorting to other things to get rid of what he's feeling inside of his heart as being a man who can't provide, which means weak to most of us, actually. Right. And then secondly, you've got this woman who is the one that's affected by gender-based violence, who is the victim, right? She's got all sorts of anxieties and depression, suicidal thoughts. She's basically tired of living because it's too much. Another thing that we gather out of it is that most of these women also, they go through the same, I mean, they, they had already previously witnessed the same thing from their parents as well. So now for it to be happening to you, Right, and then you have the child that's now witnessing all of these things, but having but stepping out of the house now you need to act normal and strong and okay and cool like the other kids, you know. So from here on, what we want to do with the journey and you know the title and just um, the experience for me is just to really build something that will incorporate many different professionals, you know, to try to deal with everything like I just mentioned now, you know, so we need to get psychologists on board, you know, um, social workers on board, you know. And for me, the most important thing also, as I'm going to kids' uh, schools and, you know, speaking to the young ones, my thing is also um, the conversation about career choice and, 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 and career paths, you know, and success as it is. Firstly, starting by defining what success is, right? Because I feel like even the connotation of success now in our day is not precisely 
what success actually is, nor what success should be, right? And also, how to be self-sufficient as a career, also. Because when you look at where the world is going now, it's very important to have the conversation of being self-sufficient. What that means for me is looking inside of you in terms of your gifts and your talents, using that to build your life and be self-sufficient and hopefully taking that as a career as well. That was really a mouthful of change that you're trying to tackle right there. So now the work is done. Uh, you've done everything. You've competed for the title. You've thought of all these ideas. As you said, you're an entrepreneur by nature. Once you get home and you relax, what do you do for fun? Let's get out, you know, <laughs> of the, the, the serious bubble for a couple of seconds. Uh, I don't really have a lot of fun. Actually. <laughs> fun is much in my vocabulary, you know, because like I'm so much of a visionary and bolder. So I always give myself an excuse to just be effective in something, mm. right? So, but I guess the things that I can say are fun for me to do, which are actually still uh, a part of me actually being effective, I guess that would be music. And I guess it's music as fun because I really enjoy it when I'm doing it. Mm. But as part of being effective, that's my time to actually be practicing and just, you know, putting work in, 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 in that as a craft for me. Oh. Yeah. So music is your extra talent. Music is actually I started music what when from like four years old. That's when my passion for music actually started. I'm a very passionate musician, hey. I can imagine you starting music at four years old. You know, <laughs> when when the tongue was still practicing how to put words together. so now let's talk any last words any last words here uh, to someone who wants to be in your shoes one day what's your words of encouragement your words of wisdom yeah I think the most important thing is to identify yourself with the principles of life Mm. I feel like I feel like we're a very confused generation as things are now but I feel like we need to start associating ourselves with the principles of life Right, mm. because when you're associated with the principles of life, then life even has a way of protecting you. You know, and there's nothing like having that kind of knowledge and applying it, and then backing it up with hard work. So for me, as an advice to anybody out there, is exactly that. Firstly, associate yourself with principles. Because, you know, many of us think because we don't believe in gravity that it doesn't exist. Hmm. Right? But it's a principle. It's just sitting there whether or not you actually believe it. And that's the same concept in many, many things as to how we approach our lives as young people. You know, as if these things don't actually exist and actually they do. You know, this is why things like success and failure are actually predictable. Mm. They don't just happen. Right? So, and on top of it all, just work hard and be consistent. Oh, nicely said. Sbusiso, thank you very, very much for having this chat with me. And I wish you the best of luck in your journey as Mr. Central South Africa. 
I appreciate it so much, my brother. Thank you so much for having me. It is an honor and it is a privilege for me um, to have this conversation with you. Thank you so much, brother. It's a pleasure. Busiso Darlington, Mr. Central South Africa 2021 right there. Have to say congratulating him on his journey. But right now, here comes more of your favorite songs on VIP Access on OFM, the sound of your life. VIP Access with Lucius Machumi on OFM.